You have one new voicemail message. Message received today at 1.15am. Kia ora, unpack, long time no see. Um, I think New Zealanders are embarrassed and ashamed to talk about this subject because depending on where you come from, you've either experienced this yourself um, in your own life or you know someone who experienced this and when they told you about it or when you saw this happening, you didn't take the right steps to help them. Because at the time, you didn't know what was the right thing to do. And now we're ashamed looking back on it, or even, you know, hearing about this happening, or hearing rumours about it happening with someone else, and we still aren't doing what we need to do. But I think it comes down to a lack of resourcing and a lack of education. Not many of us know how to handle such such an issue, because it seems almost very, very private, and it's someone else's personal life, and we don't know when we want to step in. We don't want to step on anyone's toes. For example, in brown communities, um... You don't want to call the police that often because we know that when you call the police into brown neighbourhoods, things get escalated. They don't get de-escalated. And so you don't know if you're going to do the right thing by calling the cops. And so we're, we're ashamed, but I think we're embarrassed and we're scared because we know we need to be doing better, but we don't know what to do and what the best response is when you hear about this happening, when it happens to you. So yeah, it's complicated. It's shit. And we need to talk about it and we need to get educated about it. So yeah, anyway, um, see you at Swimsuit on Friday for a coffee. Fucking floor is somebody. First article is from Stuff. Published March 19th, 2020. Headline says, Coronavirus. Police plan for spike in family violence. Tagline says, As coronavirus-related financial pressure and social isolation ramps up, officials predict a rise in domestic abuse. First comments from Kat. Can't get much worse for my neighbors in Hansford Court. Smashed windows, throwing alcohol bottles at my husband as he's walking past. Come home in the evening and there's a sledgehammer in the drive, then cops in the morning. She still sticks with him, though, so there are people that don't learn. People love just giving up all of their information, chucking everything out there. What are you doing, Kat? (laughs) We got your name, where you live, even an identifier for your neighbor's house. Yeah, I don't even know where Hansford Court is. Neither, but it would not take long for either of us to figure that out. Absolutely, absolutely. As well as when they were like, oh, yeah, there's a sledgehammer in the drive. Oh, so it's got a drive. Mm, Oh, interesting. There we go. We're really nailing down which one it is. Kat's referencing something which is most commonly known as Stockholm Syndrome. Um, Stockholm Syndrome is a coping mechanism to a captive or abusive situation. Mm. People develop positive feelings toward their captors or abusers over time. And while the situation doesn't sound that great over there, COVID isolation is definitely not going to make it any better. Yeah. Next comment from Jessa. They can't handle the current levels of DV in New Zealand and Australia. How can they be prepared for a spike? Good question. Short answer, they're not. (laughs) they're not they were prepared before they're not going to be prepared now absolutely every four minutes in this country police are called out to a domestic violence situation I mean you've already listened to about four minutes of this podcast and by the end of it there will be seven calls made yeah and police were called out to more than 155,000 family harm incidents in the past year and they're expecting the number to go up to 200,000 imagine projecting that 
Imagine That's that tough. being your job. Being those like, are, those are tough stats. Those there are, are some tough, st- tough stats out there. Yeah, this is maybe top tier tough stats. <laughs> That's actually you. Top you're right. Top tier tough stats. Top tier tough stats. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. And yeah, I mean, and for a case like this, given that the police weren't necessarily prepared before with the lower numbers, mm. that just means that you can't rely on them all the time. You <sighs> you can't rely on them all the time. Unfortunately, that is a tough truth. Next comment from Stuart. For most people. The new coronavirus causes only mild or moderate symptoms, such as fever and cough. <sighs> For some, especially older adults and people with existing health problems, it can cause more severe illness, including pneumonia. Bruh, like I get the article referred to COVID, so I don't want to go too hard. But uh, that's just, there's a time and a place. There's a time and a place. And this is nor the time nor the place. Stop talking about the virus. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't understand what is Stuart's goal for people to reply. Yeah, no, actually, you're right. Let's just stop caring about COVID. Is that what Stuart wants? Uh, on a on an article about family harm. Honestly, I think we're kind of giving this comment too much oxygen. Let's let's just keep rolling. Let's yeah, keep, know, rolling. Let's let's keep rolling. Next comment from Sarah. The police need to make a temporary law that restricts the amount of alcohol people purchase. That would help keep the level down. Uh, I mean, um, we kind of looked at this on episode nine of Unpack Season Four Drink Culture. Uh, mm. I don't think this would be a good idea, not only for family harm, but unfortunately for mental health issues as well. I mm. mean, treating these issues like they're linked can provide us some comfort, but where do we ultimately go from there? So after this temporary law is passed, people can just go and drink into oblivion. I mean, we also know from past experiences that. Prohibition doesn't really work. So I love the effort, Sarah. I see what you're trying to do. Mm. I just don't know whether that's the right thing to do in this case. Next article is from New Zealand Herald. Published September 29th, 2022. Headline says, 95% of RAM Raiders linked to family harm events, study finds. Tagline says, we know that children respond to violence in a variety of ways. There's no one response from children. Some children shut down. Some go quiet. Some focus on protecting their siblings, and other children act out. First comment from top fan, Benji. Ooh, you're hard, showing off. Bring back the old school hidings. Some of the best sleeps was after a hiding, or if you're one of the lucky ones, you sleep mid-hiding. Wake up, and you won't do what you did wrong again. Generation nowadays gone soft like you. So for context as well, there are a lot of crying emojis within, like the laugh crying emojis within this comment. So I feel like a bit of this is kind of sarcasm. Yes. Because we don't need to go into like whether we experience hidings growing up. I mean, we're from very different backgrounds. But the Mm. idea of sleeping mid-hiding, I don't don't know if they're talking about losing consciousness. I was about to say, like, that's something a bit more worrying, Benji. (laughs) Or just the idea that the hiding doesn't hurt as much so you actually fall asleep regardless kind of a wild a very wild comment to make when within the scope of family harm yes exactly and i mean we've just gone through another article about family harm and how many people clearly dislike it now we're seeing somebody being like nope nope it's acceptable here though and i think what we can see through benji's comment as well is that to Benji, there's a massive difference between the anti-smacking and then the family harm where I feel like it's more of a slippery slope than people realize. I'm not saying that if you were somebody who smacked your children or if you were smacked, that family harm was committed, mm. but they're not as far away as people think. Absolutely. And those people that were thinking that also made the anti-smacking legislation in 2007. Mm, absolutely. And like this article, 
is close. Yes. It's speaking to the wider societal issues that are causing some of these things to occur. Now, Benji hasn't quite got there yet. Benji's no. still got some thinking aside. Listen to unpack. Listen to it in your car, on the way to work, wherever. But yes, no. A lot of the issues pertaining to family violence mm. start with environmental issues, whether that's wealth inequality and other things that people have talked about. Absolutely. And we're not going to sit here and, and invalidate Benji's experience and upbringing. Even though we're not sure if like, you know, he's being sarcastic or yeah. what he's been through, we can't take the high road and say, you know, shame on you, Benji. Exactly. What we can do is discourage it for others. Yeah. Next comments from Liz. Arg, this is so annoying. This headline just sounds like an excuse for them to keep doing it. Just punish the parents. It's their responsibility as parents to discipline the children. This what happens when kids know they're not allowed to get a smack. They ain't stupid. They know the law is not going to discipline them and just put them in programs only for them to do it again. Ooh, there's a lot. Okay, this comment has five different sides to it. It really does. There is a lot here. We're going to have to unpack this. You know what has five it. different sides? Well, uh, I don't actually know. But anyway, this is Beyond the Comment. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, hi. Hey. What is the name of a five? No. Oh, God. So I was going to say. Where <laughs> does the blame sit? Uh-huh. Is uh -huh. it A, with the parents? B, with the children? C, with the communities? Or D, all of the above? Ooh, great question. Um, we love to play the blame game here in New Zealand. I got to go with the children. We got to blame the children, right? Uh -uh. Unfortunately, uh. you are incorrect again. If anyone's keeping score, I think you've got every single question wrong. Uh. It is D, all of the above. All three of them play a part. It takes a village to raise a children, and we can't just ignore other factors and say that it is exclusively the parents' fault. Now, I'm going to pass over to you while I get a new microphone for Beyond the Comment. Talk to me about the programs. Talk to me about that aspect <laughs> of the comment section. There you go. You got it. Yo, the put them in the programs is whack. Can I just say that? Yeah. The second part of this comment is like, okay, well, we're just going to put them in programs only for them to do it again. It is kind of very real. I do understand what they're calling, but what is the program? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're referring what to. What is the program? Because also it sounds like we're programming our youth. Mm. And we can't be programming young people. That's mm. the whole thing. I think that what Liz is trying to get at is that military boot camp... <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. The other part of this comment that I think that we have talked about a little bit already, the smacking comes back again. Yeah. And smacking is so popular in New Zealand. Even one of our writers had mentioned that in 2007 and onwards, there was a little bit of a surreal feeling amongst children. You could tell the smacking had stopped in their households. Mm. Next comment from Jerry. More like a lack of discipline and the softly, softly approach of, from this woke government. <sighs> oh my gosh. We should, you know, we should do business idea. Uh-huh. Unpack episode bingo game. Oh. One of the top ones, woke. Yep. Lack of discipline. Soft approach. Oh, they would be, ooh, because oh these are just the same old, same old comments over and over again. Everybody likes to complain about Labour and its friends and how they're just such a woke government. Primarily because whenever you hear the term woke, they're just using it to describe anybody who is left-leaning, potentially. Potentially, because almost because also people just kind of chuck it out there when they oh, yeah. they feel as though their rights are being infringed on in any kind of way. Absolutely, they just be chucking that like nothing, man. It's ridiculous. 
The lack of discipline part of the comment as well is aimed towards the police and other enforcement as ram raiders yeah. are not you know, caught or if they are, their punishments are not public. Exactly. But let's read between the lines of Jury's comment here. Mm. How much does New Zealand love the court of public appeal? Oh, it's just because there's two degrees of separation. Oh, so it's like goodness. we know somebody who knows somebody. Yeah. So we need to know what happens. We feel like we as a country need to decide what the punishment is. Absolutely. It's not enough just to send someone to prison. Mm. We gotta know for how long. Exactly. I wanna see them cry in the court. Exactly. Let me see everything. Next comment from Rahana. Kids don't know what's right from wrong. I'm speaking from experience. You'd understand if you were born into the system. I used to be these kids. Now I'm working in the social service. Our youths deserve thousands of chances. They are our future. My troubles strengthened me and have made me an asset in my work. That's possible for all youth. Quit the judgment, sitting in your homes, judging these helpless kids. Gross. I think because of the fact we've been doing the needs and everything's been quite negative. We mm. haven't had an applause in a while, but yeah. this, this is an applause. This, yep, bring it out, bring it out. Because honestly, I'm so sorry for all the listeners and the needs who have not heard the applause in about <laughs> three episodes. Yeah, or maybe you've just followed us and just think, wow, they're just negative. No, 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 we give applause where applause is due. And this one is definitely due. You're absolutely right. Youth deserve as many chances as we can give them because yeah. without them, they wouldn't develop and understand right from wrong. Mm. And I think in reading this comment, I was, it was close to swerving off and not being an applause when they talked about my trouble strengthened me. Because what people also like to say mm. is that if I battled and struggled through from whatever type of background, maybe it's impoverished, maybe you didn't have the resources, then why doesn't everybody else? Yes, true. That, you were close. Oh. Rahana, you were very very close, but you nailed it. I'm going to shut my eyes and act like you weren't even close. We're just gonna, <laughs> you know what? You gave me what I needed. And I think it's also nice as well that Rana came through and called people out for judging kids from the comforts of their own homes. That if you don't have any kind of understanding to what the life may be like, then you can't say anything. So I really appreciated that as well. We'll be right back after an ad break. Unpack can't exist without you. For two plus years, Kai and I have recorded in his flat, my mum's office, my mum's old flat, and my dungeon-like friend's flat. Honestly, anywhere. We love what we do, but it isn't consistent or sustainable without the support of our patrons. For a few dollars a month, you can gain access to this. It's the idea that in getting married, the bride-to-be is shackling him and stealing him from the quote-unquote lads. Trapping him in a life of Thursday night missionary, Friday night book club, and Saturday brunch with the mother-in-law. This, so the people need to know. Okay. They listen to Love Letters Part 1. Whoa. They need to know. So what happened with you two? Wow. <laughs> like, what happened to you two? Yo, why are you just dropping me in on this? So you sent, the, you dropped the letter off, yeah. right? Uh-huh. You were talking during the day or whatever. Uh-huh. They received the love letter. Yes. I presume they read it. Who knows? Correct. What? happens next okay first of all and this bonus content i'm leaving the world a better place than it was before so Uh what does legacy actually mean to you in that context mom always told me not answer a question with a question but before i answer that i do i do do have to ask you a question is also like what like if if you were just gonna open a dictionary right now or like one sentence to define legacy what do you think like what do you think like the the master definition is love legacy with those funds, we've been able to launch Coalesce, our storytelling company, at Coalesce on Instagram, and PhD Unpacked, where we make long, drawn-out academic research more accessible and more consumable for y'all, at PhD Unpacked on Instagram. 
but hold on, pump the brakes. You don't have any spare dollars with the cost of living crisis? Say less, I got you. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Sharing Unpack with a friend always has been and always will be the best way to support a pod. Share our content on social media, tell your auntie about it, listen to it at night with your significant other. Actually, that might be kind of weird if talking about what aboutisms and confirmation biases doesn't get you going like it does to me. But look, I gotta get back to my day job. <laughs> um, enjoy the rest of the episode. Next article is from Stuff, published February 22nd, 2020. Headline says Not all domestic abuse is physical. Hannah Clark's family opens up about controlling Rowan Baxter. Tagline says, Not all domestic abuse is physical, says brother of Hannah Clark, who was killed with her three kids. First comments from Maureen. Psychological mind games, manipulation, controlling paranoia, abuse, put-downs, separating a partner from their families and friends is a common problem. This was an extreme level of abuse, which would have caused her confusion about it all and fearful of her life. I'm happy she had a loving and supporting family and friends she could go to, and that she did try to get help of herself and children's safety. I wish it didn't happen to her, the children and her family. Such a tragic, senseless loss for everyone. Too sad to even comprehend. Much love to the family. This is a great comment. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a great comment. It not only expresses its condolences mm. um, and, and, and is definitely saying, you know, we're very sorry for all of this, but it does start off with psychological mind games. Yeah. And in past episodes, we spoke about, you know, state care and, and child abuse and primarily focusing on the physical type of violence. To bring it to the present day, we're now able to label and articulate different forms of abuse that have been happening for centuries. Psychological mind games and manipulation are present in many families, relationships, friendships, and even workplaces. Maureen is correct. But to be a downer again, I'm sorry. God, it, it, it comes natural. It, I know. It? I was going to say, it's too, we it's could read out the nicest comment and be like, yeah, but you. Oh, no, but you, you use it on a phone when, how about the, the materials inside the iPhone that you actually tweeted what it are out? You, doing, like, what you, you know, yeah, we There's also we seven chill. ampersands in this <laughs> comment, okay? I can't lie. You heard me say a lot of ands. Yeah. It, yeah. Look, Maureen loves the ampersand, but to be serious, to not be a downer as well, how many people who do go through these manipulative and psychological abuse do not have a loving and supportive circle? Especially given an aspect of psychological mind games and abuse can be isolating you from your friends and family saying, no, you can't hang out with them for mm. reason X, Y, Z. So, yeah, no, it's tough. Next comments from Nikki. Only the sole of her feet unburnt to print a memory. The pain she would have suffered and knowing her kids never got out of the car. Inhumane. So glad she's resting with her babies now. No pain, no suffering. Now, some details to the case we're not going to go too in-depth because we understand you, the listener, are not here to hear us unpack physical abuse yeah. stories. Um, but I will read some excerpts from the article. Uh, and if you don't want to hear these, please just skip ahead about 30 seconds. The husband who murdered the three children and also his wife, Hannah, was a New Zealander by the name of Rowan Baxter. Not all domestic abuse is physical, and mental is probably one of the hardest ones to pick up on. Their mother, Suzanne, said that Hannah herself had justified her husband's actions at times, saying that it wasn't domestic abuse because it hadn't become physical. She was so badly burned in the attack that the only parts of her body to glean a memory from were the soles of her feet. We want the symbol of her foot to somehow be a symbol for her and her legacy. We want to try and start something to help women who are in this situation, her brother said. 
tough. That mm. is that is harrowing to hear. Yeah, I don't really have many many words to add on to that. I think the fact that your family has to hold on to a symbol about how you died in your legacy is just something that nobody ever wants to imagine. Next comment from Amy. After 23 years, I have just left the relationship. It was DV, some physical, but mostly emotionally. Mentally just learned from my social worker what he was doing to me and my kids over the years was called gaslighting. It's a vicious tactic, but I got my grandsons and myself out with two suitcases, and for the first time in my life, I feel free. Very happy to hear that Amy feels free. Yeah, that's quite. A, there's quite a bit of joy there. Yeah. Like I feel f- the freedom that Amy must feel, I, I can't imagine what that must be like. Exactly. And also, you know what? Applause for the social workers getting people yeah, out Yeah, absolutely. Big, big mahi there. Amy references gaslighting. Um, and to define that for everybody, gaslighting is to manipulate someone by psychological means into doubting their own sanity. Mm. It's asking somebody or, or denying someone something they already know. And you're making them doubt themselves. And you're doing it to take control of whatever situation. So to increase self-doubt and then also to confuse people, it also makes people closer to you. Because as a gaslighter, you seem as if you're the omnipresent, right? Yeah, 100%. You, know you shift their version of reality so exactly. that the only reality they see is yours. And there comes the control. Not to be a downer again. Amy said grandsons. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's tough. The kids and the... Yeah, this is generational, man. Next comment from Allison. Look at these posts. It is not unusual. That sucks. All these comments had either tagged someone expressed their condolences or said they experienced the same thing. And Allison calls out the article and states that literally so many people have been through this. Yeah, what we can tell from the comments is that people kind of use this as a community, as a Mm. way to show, I've been through that too. Oh, I experienced this. This is my story. Like a real coming together, an unfortunate one, one that we don't want to have, but a real coming together of a lot of victims of family harm who are wanting to express their stories. Absolutely. And sometimes I feel like we're pessimistic about the state of the internet. Yeah. But this is one of the beauties of it. Mm. Not only can you see that other people have been through what you may have been through, but you can probably start to feel seen. 100%. Find your community and hopefully, hopefully this does something to help. So while we'll say maybe don't reveal a lot of personal identifiable information. Correct. We can also understand the value of coming into a comment section and telling your story. Next article is from News Hub. Published June 8th, 2022. Headline says, Domestic violence agency concerned after increasing number of guns involved in family harm incidents. Tagline says, there were 172,727 reported family harm incidents in 2021 and almost 500 involved guns. First comment from Sean. And how many of them had a firearms license? My guess is none. I'm kind of confused as to what the slant is here. Is it the slant that... A lot of these people are getting their guns illegally, so we have like an illegal gun issue, Mm. or that the rules and regulations are too loose. I'm confused. But regardless, we did an episode on the gun buyback. Go listen to that. Yep. Your point? I mean, my point of this is just that Sean references this because he doesn't believe that, okay, the gun buyback was done correctly, right? Yeah. And a lot of people who did get their guns maybe bought them illegally. The fact of the matter is that even in the tagline, it says that, yo, we had 172,000 call-outs of family harm. 500 of them involve guns. And while that's 500 too many, it's not the major point here. (laughs) The major point here should be that there is 170,000. Yeah, that's, yeah. Next comment's from Brad. 
Society will not get better and will continue to decline as long as we ignore the fundamental necessity of the nuclear family. Mm, I don't know about that one, boss man. I don't know if that's I true. I don't know. I don't know about that one at all. Okay. Why did I just go into him? I, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, nice. Hear those, hear those lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, keep going. So typically, but not always, the nuclear family is, you know, adults that are married. Um, some couples uh, most often are man and woman, but the definition of the nuclear family has expanded with the advent of same-sex marriage. So children in a nuclear family as well may be the couple's biological or adopted offspring. The nuclear family definition has changed over time, yeah. but we all can see it. It is the mother, father, two kids. Mm-hmm. And... I don't want to get too much into my historical bag. <laughs> oh, you, who, are you, who are you kidding? Yeah, you're right. You no, 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 no. I'm going to open it up and get right in it. <laughs> that is mad propaganda for how we want society to be placed. Yeah. The definition expands into like, you know, the whole boy and girl as children. But understand that once you get the nuclear family structure into your household, people assume their roles in society. The man is the bread earner. Okay, cool. Well, then the man will be the bread earner outside the household as well as inside the household. And that was used to structure society in a way. Yeah. By who? Europeans. Yeah. Oh, man. We love it. We love it. They're like everywhere in history. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, eh? <laughs> Nuts. <clears throat> but at the same time, Brad's scared. In this comment, we can clearly see that Brad is scared because possibly in the time that he was growing up, Nuclear family was the goal. Like that was everybody's like lifetime. Like it's all we're told that we needed to have, and that exactly. if we didn't have that, we had failed as a human in society, especially in New Zealand. Exactly, and with multiculturalism, as well as the advent of same-sex marriage, we have to understand that we don't have to keep shifting the definition of a nuclear family. What we need to do is let go of European structures as these penultimate beings. Yeah. Next comments from John. Probably because they renamed domestic violence family harm, so it doesn't sound too bad. The lefties have strange ideas that when put in place, they always come back to bite them, though they would never admit it. I was just waiting for woke to be in the comment. I was like, okay, you got us with the lefties. Where is the wokeness Where in is the it? comment? Look, playing the blame game and everything based on the naming of it doesn't help the situation. Mm. Now... <clears throat> Terminology changes for a lot of different reasons, and perhaps in this case it's changed to family harm because of the expansion of the types of things that come under it. Back in the day, we thought domestic violence is only physical. Now we know that it's much wider than that, so I think our language should also change to reflect that. Now, I do agree that we also see a lot in times in politics that changing the name doesn't do anything. Correct. We've talked about it. Mm-hmm. We went from the Ministry for Vulnerable Children to Oranga Tamariki, mm-hmm. and things seemingly did not change. So I can understand why John has this opinion, but as times change, language changes, and so they should. Next comment from Lynn. News Hub, the image here may not be good to show the barrel of a gun. Correct, the image with the headline, which was also taken down, yeah. was the barrel of a gun. News Hub took the photo down. I doubt it was because of Lynn's comment. No, I don't think like News Hub was shaking like, oh, you oh, see that from Lynn? You see, the, you see that And Lynn's Lynn? usually right. Lynn, uh, Yo, oh, Daniel, take it down. Yeah. This is where we're at, though. News Hub posted this article like it was a tabloid. Mm. It got a stock image of a barrel of a gun <laughs> and said, oh, 500 out of 172,000 cases got guns in them. Guess we're going to scare people. Yeah, and it's like, 
We are literally treating one of the largest issues in our nation as a tabloid, a thrill-seeking article. Like, there's no way to rectify it if we just keep sensationalizing it in the news. I mean, some could say it's been one of our issues since the dawn of time or since 2007. To me, this has been one of our biggest issues since the dawn of time, and unfortunately, it doesn't look like it's going anywhere. Fucking floor to somebody. new voicemail message. Message received 15th October at 5.46am. Hey, I'm back. Um, sorry I missed your call. You know, I was, you know, I don't actually have a good excuse. My phone was on silent. But um, look, I was just thinking about 